you all ask me consistently about the lipsticks and the lip glosses that I rock. Well, I got some amazing news for you. I'm excited to share that I've partnered with my friends, The Lip Bar, to help spread their mission of unintimidating beauty. That's right. The Lip Bar has been featured on my favorite, one of my favorite daytime TV shows, The Real. The Lip Bar is also one of my favorite vegan beauty brands that is black owned and is transforming the way women do beauty through their revolutionary fast face system. That's right, you all. All you need is just six products in seven minutes and you're ready to go. That's right, I said six products and it only takes seven minutes and then you're ready to go with a glow. You can learn more about the Lip Bar on their website, www.thelipbar.com. And while you're there, go ahead and get 10% off on me at checkout by using the code 7LIFEVERBS7. That's the number 7, the word LIFE VERBS, all caps together with an S, and the number 7. Enjoy. Hello, Life Verbs Podcast community, and welcome, first time listeners. I'm your host, Zen. Here at Life Verbs Podcast, we are the authenticators of our lives. We move ahead and manifest transformations by the love of our Creator. A life verb is a life philosophy that you live by, that is obtained through your personal life experiences. A life verb also means living in action, knowing thyself and being unapologetically you. That's the key to showing up in your life. Let us get realigned and refocused. You can listen and learn more about me and my podcast platform by visiting my website, www.lifeverbs with an S, podcast.com. Follow me on Instagram by typing the at symbol, Life Verbs Podcast, all one word, in the search bar. You also can interact and engage with me and my co host, Janae on Lessons with Life Verbs every Thursday night on Instagram at 9 p.m. where we have real organic and necessary conversations live in real time. Be sure to like, rate, and review wherever you listen to this podcast. And if you're busy on Thursday nights, no problem. When you're free, you can go to my Instagram page and watch all of the Lessons with Life Verbs recordings. I hope you live a balanced life and I intensify your thought process to obtain a growth mindset and live the purpose-driven life that you were created for. Transformation unlocks new opportunities. It is time to get realigned. 
Enjoy this episode with Jaquasia Vandross as she speaks on attracting where you are at, healing the hurt, and the necessary steps to healing. Enjoy. is a mental health clinician, certified trauma professional, and certified substance abuse counselor in training. She is the founder and CEO of Black Girls Can Heal Incorporated in the greater New York area. Welcome to Life Verbs Podcast. Please tell us more about you and your amazing organization. So hi everyone, like I, like she just mentioned, my name is Jaquisha Vandross and I am the CEO and founder of Black Girls Can Heal Inc. Black Girls Can Heal Inc. was created back in 2018 and the sole purpose was to provide mentoring for young girls who are at risk in the greater New York City area. We've since then expanded to be able to provide these same services to older women, so from the ages of 18 and above. And we have a group specifically for them, which is called Breaking the Cycle. And that's basically. It's an amazing, amazing organization. Where can they follow you and your amazing organization, Black Girls Can Heal? So we have a few Instagrams. So our main Instagram is Black Girls Can Heal Inc. And then we have Black Girls Can Heal Mentoring. We also have two websites. So one website is blackgirlscanheal.com where you can purchase our apparel. And then we have blackgirlscanheal.org where you can find out about the various programs that we provide for our young women and, and black women. And we also have ways where you can become involved and ways where you can sign up for our support group. Excellent. And I encourage every single one of you to get involved this is such a great organization to do so so definitely 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 get involved you know let's really um enrich the soil of our young people of our youth and even of our women you know we're living in such trying times right now and you know especially as a race of black women i just feel like the whole world is on our shoulders do you do you feel that way i do i definitely do i think that black women over the years have been known to be like a superhero so to speak where we're supposed to come in and just clean up problems but when we ourselves when we personally have a problem there's no one in there there's no one there to like support us and help us through our problems so i definitely do agree with that so true so true so true you know here at life verbs podcast i always ask my special guest what is a life verb that they live by that is obtained through their personal life experiences so what is a life verb that you live by it could be more than one and also was a life verb that you teach girls and youth as a mental health clinician and a certified trauma professional so i have a few but i think my favorite one is that your story does not define who you are Mm. and i teach that to my younger girls 
more so than the um the older women that I work with. And that's just because we have girls who are coming from all walks of life. We have girls who have been sexually abused. We have girls who are suffering with their mental health. We have girls who are um in homes where their parents are in like a DV type of relationship. So we have girls who are coming mm-hmm. from different backgrounds. And we just want to instill in them that where you coming from does not define where you're going. You can overcome anything that you've gone through. So whether you're in foster care, whether you've been adopted, whether you don't even know who your biological family is, you can you can overcome all of that. You can use that as your story, as your selling point. So we, I try my best to instill that in my clients. I try my best to instill that in the girls that I mentor because it's important. A lot of young girls think because I did X, Y, and Z or because I may have been arrested or because I may have to have sell my body for you know food or something like that, that I'm never gonna be a therapist. I'm never gonna be a doctor because I had to do X, Y, and Z. And we let them know like, no, that's just only part of your story. Whatever you went through is gonna shape you and define you for what you're about to experience. Yes. So I think that's that's an important thing to instill in young girls, letting them know that their story is is, is multiple parts of their story, and that aspect is not gonna define them. It's gonna help and shape them, but it does not define them. So true, so true, and and it also helps to prep you for your purpose. Mm-hmm. You know. I always talk about living a purposeful life, living a purpose-driven life. And it takes those obstacles that happen in your life in order for you to move to the to move forward. And it gives you a newfound appreciation, doesn't it? Yes. For for your purpose, for what you have. Because I even know with me personally, I've looked back over my life, you know, for for so long, there were things that I've wanted to do, but I'm like, what is my purpose? Like, what am I meant to do? And I've been in search for that for so long. And literally, you know, I'm in my 30s, it hit me. It hit me in my 30s because I just started, I was praying and I and meditating and I just started looking over my life, right? And seeing the beauty that came from the pain right. and the breakthrough that right. was birthed from it. So that is so very true. So very, so very true. How can we heal as black women and as a race from the deep rooted traumatisms i think the first step in healing is acknowledging that there was trauma a lot of us have suppressed the trauma so we're we're basically going about our going about our daily lives as if this event never happened so in order to actually heal from something you have to acknowledge that something happened because i mean how are you going to heal if nothing what are you healing from if nothing happened facts so you have to you you have to be able to say this happened and now i now i need help but if you're not willing to say that this happened then no one can help you so i think that's the first step in acknowledging it and then once you acknowledge it just learning about yourself and your trauma like educating yourself i think that's also an important aspect educating yourself about yourself and about your trauma how has your trauma shaped you how has it defined you how has it manifested in other areas of your life in your relationships at school at work 
just learning and getting a basic education about yourself and your trauma is and is, is an essential step. Definitely. And yeah, it's 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 a lot of things that come into healing. It's not it's it's not a, a singular thing. It's gonna take time, but I think that the first thing that we need to do is acknowledge it and then educate ourselves about it. Definitely, definitely, because that that is something that I feel we don't do enough of as Black women, mm-hmm. you know, and and in and amongst our culture, you know, even with Black men, amongst our, amongst our whole entire race, we're always sweeping trauma, yeah. mental health, all that under the rug. Yep. So the first thing to move forward, like you said, acknowledging it and educating yourself about it because it's okay. I mean, exactly. in my opinion, our entire culture has been traumatized yeah. and has mental health issues of some degree. Yeah. Because look at, as I you know said before, the deep-rooted traumatisms just in this country alone, mm-hmm. all that we have went through. And this pandemic, as a Black race, I actually watched, um, do you watch This Is Us? No. I was watching This Is Us, one of my favorite shows, and um, they were highlighting because that family, they had adopted, um, Randall is his name on Mm -hmm. there, Um, and they had adopted him, you know, white family adopted him, and they are, and they show as a black man, you know, living life in America as a black man. And they were showing, they even went back to the whole George Floyd and everything and, and, and how that affected, you know, how it affected him and, and growing up in a white family, how many times he's had to hide, you know, what wow, he's yeah. going through. Cause they just couldn't relate. Exactly. You know, so so and and his outlet was running. His outlet was running, you know, when he gets anxiety and and it just shows like he feels the walls are caving in, he just goes for a run. You know, which is a healthy outlet, but yeah. it it took him a while. Now he actually goes in the show to a psychologist but it took him a while. And he even said, he said, you know, with the psychologist, he told a psychologist, he's like, I really need to find someone within my race because what I'm dealing with has to do with my race. Right. You know, so, you know, even if it's, I'm just saying, even if it's that for you, Life Verbs Podcast community, even if it's that for you listeners, you know, however you feel comfortable, if you feel comfortable talking to a woman, you know, find a woman counselor or psychologist, you know, or definitely join Black Girls Can Heal, okay? Definitely, you know, with with other Black women who can relate and who are going through the things that you are going through so that you can get to the other side and so that you can heal and so that you can transform your life because you don't want to get you know, close to that time when it's time to go, you know, and leave this world and just think to yourself, I kind of wasted this time. Right. And this was the one thing that was holding me back and I was standing in my own way of doing so. And it takes time, community. It's going to take time, but that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. 
because with each moment, each second of each day, things are going to get better and you're going to be so much happier that you did. Black Girls Can Heal offers a workshop that supports women in shifting their generational narratives of dysfunction, such as negative self-talk, addictions, negative mindset, trauma. Woo, y'all hit everything. Racism, self-sabotage, y'all hit it all, okay? And in the most articulate way, hit everything. Please enlighten our listeners today who may be dealing with these things, how they can get to the other side, break the, and how they can break the cycle. And have you, have you dealt with the cycle that you had to break? Okay, so I like to talk about two main things and one of them is forgiveness. And I always get a lot of pushback, especially when I'm dealing with my clients about forgiveness because they feel like, why should I forgive somebody who did something wrong to me? And this is how I like to explain it to them. I work with adolescents, so I like to be meet them at their level, meet them where they're at. It's very important to do so. So I explain to them that you're not forgiving the, per- the person for them. You're doing it for yourself. By not forgiving the person who's done something wrong to you, you're allowing them to have a certain amount of power over you. Mm-hmm. So an example would be, Let's say you're out with your friends and let's say it was your ex who did something completely wrong to you and you're having a good time. You're dancing, you're jo- you're enjoying yourself, you know, you rapping along to the, the lyrics and things of that nature and then your ex walks in. Now you're ready to go home. Right, change the you whole mood. Your, your whole entire mood. You're not rapping no more. You're not dancing. Nothing. You you don't you don't want you don't want no parts. In of fact, that. you hate the venue. No all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, you don't like the venue no more. Exactly. So, <laughs> you literally gave your ex the power to to cancel your whole night, to cancel your whole night. That's what forgiveness or unforgiveness does. That person still has power over you that you're that you're failing to acknowledge. If a person can walk into a venue and change your whole mood so much so that you want to leave, that person has power over you. If a person can post something on Instagram or Facebook and your whole mood shifts, that person has power over you. You're still upset about what that person did. So you're still allowing that person to have control over you. You're allowing them to dictate your mood. You're allowing them to dictate any type of relationship that you may get into. Because if that person cheated on you, Every person after that, after that, you're going to think it's, I'm going to cheat on you. You're able to trust another person until you forgive the person who wronged you. So that's how I like to um, explain forgiveness because it plays such a crucial role in healing. Mm. How can you fully heal if you don't forgive the person who has wronged you? You can't. And when I say forgive, I don't mean forget. Obviously you're not going to forget. You want to remember what that person did to you. You want to remember the signs. So if you're ever in a situation like that, you could be like, okay, this person is acting like this person. So maybe I should take a few steps back. Like you want to remember, but you don't want that person to have that power over you. So forgive. And it's not going to take a day. You're not going to go to sleep, wake up and be like, oh, I forgive this person. No, it's going to take time. It's going to take time, but you do want to forgive. So I speak about that when I speak about healing. And I also speak about acknowledging. Acknowledging that sometimes it's not everybody, it's you. Mm. And people don't Mm -hmm. like that. 
they don't like that. They don't want us. They don't. They don't want it to be them. They want it to be everybody else. No, sometimes it's you. You attract where you're at. So if you don't respect yourself, best believe no man is gonna come and respect you. If you don't value yourself, best believe you're not gonna find a man that values you. You are attracting where you're at. If you have low standards and low self-esteem, you're gonna find someone who's gonna treat you as such. That is the truth. Wow. A lot of people may not like to hear that, but that is the truth. A truth hurts. It, it does. It can't be everybody. Right. It can't be everybody. Sometimes right. it's just you. Sometimes you have to do that inner work and figure out like, maybe I'm the toxic person because of my trauma. Maybe I am the toxic person. And we don't we don't like doing that self work. It, it's uncomfortable for us to say that it's us. Yes. So we refrain from if 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 healing means that I gotta say that it's me then I guess I'm not going to heal, right? And that's a lot of people's attitude, but sometimes it's us. And why, as a professional, why do people have that attitude? Because with having that attitude, it causes more problems for themselves. And it's a negative space. So what is the reasoning of why some people can't get past having that attitude? I think just because... Just from your experience of working with... So just based off of like my experience, I think it's just because people... I like to say that like um, ignorance is bliss. Yeah. So in a sense, if you're using that like in in a healing sense, I think what people don't know is not gonna hurt them. So if I don't know X, Y, and Z, it's not gonna hurt me. But if I have to acknowledge this, if I have to educate myself about this, then it may pull things out that may intentionally hurt me. And I'm okay hiding behind this mask because I'm not hurting. That's what they like to tell themselves they're not hurting. Because remember, you're suppressing your trauma. Right. So, you know, you're not hurting, so to speak, or you're not recognizing that you're hurting, you know? So I think it's it's better for people just to be ignorant. Ignorant. It's easier for them that way. Very true. So true. So, so, so true. And just with what you were saying to that point, you said a little bit earlier, you know, if if someone on Instagram, that's why trolls troll. Because people love to have the, the worst thing that someone can do, right? is acknowledge that someone else or something has power over them. Yep. And that person who has power over you, that's what they want. They want to be in your head. Yep. Because it's almost like they're obsessed with you. And they want to see you fail and they don't want you to be successful and they don't want you to be okay. That's why trolls troll. That's why trolls talk the way that they do and slide in the DMs and and chats and everything with celebrities. Cause it 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 it's acknowledging them, mm-hmm. giving them power, giving them power, and they want power of any kind, right? Yep. Now it doesn't matter if it's positive or negative. More most of the time it's negative because they're trolls, yep. right? But power of any kind. So why give that? The biggest thing you could. That's why even in a situation, there's no point of walling out, right? Right. 
the biggest thing, the greatest thing that you can do is cut that person off, cut them out of your life. I know easier said than done. It takes time. Yeah. You know, it takes time. But there's so much, there's so much freedom in doing so. How would you say, because it takes time, because as you know, I'm a trauma survivor myself, and it took Mm -hmm. me a decade. What are some things that you can say that that some um, enrichment that you can give us and some knowledge on the baby steps? Let's talk about the, the baby steps. First, we gotta acknowledge. Next, we have to educate. But what comes after that? I know for me personally, I'm a very spiritual person and I, and I indulge in self-care. So that's where I started because the more I indulge in self-care, the more that I meditate, wherever I'm at, even if I got to go to my car, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, on you know, and, and sit, you know, you at work, go in your car for that 15 minute break or in the bathroom. Right. Sometimes I'll be in the bathroom. St- okay. Just meditating right. to myself. That was something that helped push me forward. What's something that's helped you push forward or something that that you suggest to the girls? Like steps for for women and for and for youth. So um like steps in regards to like self-care or just steps in general towards healing. Towards healing. Yeah. So um we spoke about education. I think the next step would have to be um identifying your triggers. Mm. Before you can move on, you have to identify your triggers. What is it that's triggering you? If you're around specific people, take note to how you feel around those specific people. What can make you um, step out of character? You know, what heightens your anxiety? So those are some of the questions that you can ask yourself to be able to properly identify your triggers. And that also takes time. Because one thing that I've noticed on my own personal healing journey is as you work your way through healing from one thing, you notice that it's other things that pop up that you also need to heal from. So that stuff is gonna take time. And then after you, you know, after or either while you're um, identifying triggers, also identify healthy and effective coping mechanisms. That's very important. So um, a lot of people like journaling, it's better to have it written down than all bundled up in your head. So a lot of people like um, journaling, a lot of people like exercising, dancing, any type of movement. I, I, I am also very spiritual. I do believe in God, so I pray. When I become overwhelmed or be, I become anxious, I, I take it to God and I leave it there. And whatever's gonna happen is gonna happen. So that's, that's a coping technique for me. So it's educating yourself, it's identifying your triggers, it's identifying coping techniques, and then it's actually doing the work. So you need to continue to do the work. A lot of people feel like, okay, I went and I had this therapy session one time, so I'm good, I don't gotta go back, I'm happy now. No, it's, it's a continuous process. If you're in a support group, stay in that support group. You know, if you, if you decide that you wanna join a Facebook support group and that support group is helping you, Continue in that um, Facebook support group. Everybody heals differently. Everybody's trauma is different. So how you're going to heal and what you identify as a coping technique or a solution, keep with it. You have to remain consistent. And while doing the work, I suggest set boundaries. 
set boundaries in every aspect of your life, your personal life, your school life, your work life, set boundaries in your relationships, set boundaries and stick to them. Don't set a boundary and then two days later, let a person, you know, backslide. No, keep those boundaries. No means no. Quit saying yes to things that you want to say no to. That's setting boundaries. So those are some of the steps that I um, teach that I teach my clients, that I teach the women that I work with in regards to healing. And just to be clear, healing doesn't go in one way. So I don't want people to think that, okay, she said, I'll educate myself, so let me do that first. No, and, um, healing comes in multiple ways. Healing is like, think of healing as a map. The first stop for me is not gonna be the first stop for you. So maybe I think that I should educate myself about, you know, myself and about um, my traumas, but that may not be the first stop for you. Maybe you, your, your first stop is identifying your triggers and then going back and relating that to your trauma and how it's affected your life, you know? So don't think that because I'm giving you these steps in a particular order that you have to follow them in that particular order. No, we all, our trauma is different. So our healing journeys are going to be different. And when you identify your triggers, listeners, be prepared to, you're going to have to let some things go. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, it's, it's be prepared for a lifestyle change. Yes. Be prepared for a lifestyle change, but know that the lifestyle change is going to be some growing pains, right? within that lifestyle change, but know that it's for the better. Yep. It's truly for the better. What would you like to leave our listeners with today to take from this episode? What is some food for thought and nourishment that you would like to plant to enrich our soils today you've you've done it so much but is there anything else (laughs) that you would like to add um so i think the last thing that i would like to say is stop comparing yourself to other people's to other people your healing journey is your healing journey if you're if you're focused on the next person healing that takes away time from you actually healing so just focus on yourself we all come from different backgrounds we all have different resources. We all have different support teams. So how fast that person is healing does not have anything to do with how slowly you may be healing. We all heal at different rates because as I said prior, our trauma is unique. It's not the same. Even if we went through the same thing, it's not the same. We all experience trauma and interpret it differently. So the comparing, just stop doing it. It adds more stress onto you than need be. And remember that healing is not a singular event. You're gonna have to heal, reheal, heal, reheal, heal, reheal. It's an ongoing journey. It is a journey. So if you wake up tomorrow morning and you're sad, it's okay. It's part of your healing journey. If you wake up the next morning and you're happy, it's okay. It's part of your healing journey. This has been amazing. Thank you so much much for being here today and sharing 
the steps of healing and so much other great information of wisdom with us. I hope this is not the last time that you will come to Life Verbs podcast. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Of course, of course. It's been a treat. It's been a real treat. Yes. Just say one more time for the people where they can find you. One more time where they can find you. Okay, so we're on Instagram. We have two Instagrams. One is Black Girls Can Heal, and then we have another one, Black Girls Can Heal Mentoring. You can find all the information that you need at www.blackgirlscanheal.org. And if you would like to purchase any um, apparel, you can um, find that at www.blackgirlscanheal.com. Wow. Wow. Life Verbs community, I encourage you to share this must-needed message with all the women of color that you know. This is a great way to also check in with friends and family when it's hard to find the words to say. All you got to do is say, hey, I was thinking about you and share this episode with them. Share the link through a text message. Let us heal together and rise up together. I look forward to your follow on my Instagram page, Life Verbs Podcast, and on my new Twitter page, at Life Verbs. See you Thursday for my IG series on Instagram called Lessons with Life Verbs at 9 p.m. with my amazing, amazing co-host, Janae where we will discuss this podcast episode in real time. We'll answer your questions and interact together. Also, be sure to join my email list to be the first to be notified about guest stars like this and featured guests. Also, by joining the email list, you will receive promo codes from from brand affiliates and be notified about special promos from my aromatherapy self-care line called Life Verbs. That's right. I've changed the name. We're just going to call it Life Verbs. Visit my website, www.lifeverbspodcast.com for more information. Always remember to keep your soul hydrated and your spirit fortified. I will see you Thursday at 9 p.m. on my Instagram page. And I look forward to our podcast session together next Sunday. Have a blessed week.